What's up? We are back on the Grip Podcast. This is episode 30, I believe. Really excited to hit 30 episodes uh, on this podcast since the change uh, from Sherilyn when we originally started under the Elevators Podcast. Uh, I am sad uh, to announce that uh, Leah will no longer be a contributor on the podcast uh, due to some scheduling and timing issues. Um, very, 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 very sad about that. Um, I love speaking with her and, and uh, learning things, and it, it was just great to have the time that we had with her. Um, but we have to keep moving on. Conversation has to keep going. Uh, we have to t- keep talking about these topics, and uh, you know the, the the struggle and the fight continues. So with that said, Mama always told me never look back, keep moving forward. I'm going to go ahead and hit this playlist shuffle and uh, see what we get. Hopefully I don't get embarrassed. I've been on a pretty hot streak here lately. Let's see what we got. With rings, flipping mixtapes To bitches feeding me grapes Keep my mind state Big Papa flow is lethal That weed make my ass wanna kill more people Fuck the game, give me the game and the range This is a fucking classic <laughs> The points Black Panther soundtrack Man, this came out a long, came out a long time ago um, Okay, so here we go Welcome to the Grip Podcast I'm your host, Matthew Sky Osborne Again, episode number 30. I'm glad for everybody coming back and uh, checking us out. Like I said, we're going to keep moving this conversation forward. Uh, make sure you subscribe and follow us on uh, Spotify, uh, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Under the Grip. Search The Grip. Tell your friends about The Grip. Uh, still got the contest running where every time you share the episode, or the podcast, you're entered into a $100 uh, Amazon gift card drawing that I'm going to do, I believe, on Tuesday, uh, whatever the last day of the month is. I'm going to record it and then post it on social media, and the winner will be announced. So you still got some time to do that. There's no limit to how many times you can share. Every time you share is another entry into the drawing. Uh, get your Be Humane wristbands. They are $5. Go to skyent.live. Dollar shipping, $6 total. If you know me in person, just ask for one and I'll give it to you for five, obviously without the shipping. Uh, point of the Be Humane, <coughs> excuse me, Be Humane wristband is to um, be a conversation starter. You wear the wristband, somebody sees it, asks you what it is. You say, hey, glad you asked. This is about whatever your Be Humane issue is. It can be police brutality, uh, global warming, um, I don't know. Uh, There's a litany of things out there. Feminism, women's rights, uh, you name it. Whatever you want it to be. I kind of want to let this rock until we get to bone, but I probably have to cut it off here because it's going to run too long. It's such a good song. Now, 
unbelievers gonna fall when my niggas make the fucking final call. We still no sunshine, it ain't no sunshine. It's like yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, we're gonna go ahead and fade that out. Busta comes up next, and I think Bones after them or after him. Oh, it's such a good song. I'm glad that came up. I'm I'm on a roll here. All right, let me um go ahead and uh Get ready for our guest this week. Um, I guess I'd like to say surprise guest, but um, if you're in the podcast world, you might have already heard of uh, this podcast. Uh, we're going to go ahead and call him. This is going to be my boy Todd from Skip the Tutorial podcast. Really successful podcast, and I'm so happy he's um, taking some time to come on my podcast and uh, show some love. So let's go ahead and give Todd a call. Let's see what we got. Oh, I got to turn that up. Whoa. Yo. <laughs> What's, What's good, up, man? man? Not much, man. Not much. Good evening, sir. Good evening. How are you? It is late. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. It is late. It's all good, though, man. It's all good, man. I'm I'm excited to to be fucking with you. You already know. Yeah, man. I was talking a little bit about you. Now, I don't know what you go by. You know, I know how I know you, but I, I was saying, you know, I got Todd coming on from um, Skip the Tutorial. Is that what you go by? Yeah, yeah, man, that's that's always what I went by, man. My first name is Trentis. Oh. It's Trentis Todd Fortner Jr. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? But yeah, my mama raised me, man, you know, since being a junior, I've always been Todd, you know what I'm saying? I, I have other names, T.O. Double, oh, Eskimo Slim, shout out 6-7, but nah, man, Todd. That's my people <laughs> cop. You know? <laughs> that's what's up, man. Yeah. Um, Can you hear me Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty good. What about me? You, you coming in loud and clear. I got you uh, plugged right into the Pro Tools. Beautiful. I know you, you're on top of your shit. Yeah, so you, you sound good. I just want to make sure you can hear me. Usually everybody can hear me pretty well when I do this uh, on the phone. Um. So listen, man, uh, before we get into the shits, um, you don't have to give me your review, but I've seen Endgame twice. Oh. <sighs> <sighs> I'm so um, glad you brought this up, bro. <laughs> I saw it Friday with a friend from from the JLB, and I saw it today with my wife. Um, I'm kind of worn out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of worn out, man. Um, I'm kind of worn out. <laughs> I mean, what you, what you mean by that? Like, okay, you got to break it down like a little bit from what you. And just the overall hype behind it, or just worn out as far as the emotion that that shit drew from you. Just you just hit the nail on the head, man. That was like an emotional marathon, right? Like <sighs> all, I was, like before I got I talked to my wife about, or when I was talking to her about it, she was like, you know, just what can you tell me without ruining the movie? I was like, look, all the emotions. <laughs> yeah, so we not we not spoiling nothing right now. I don't, when did when did your episode come out? Uh, it come out tomorrow, but I mean, if we want to spoil, well, I don't say spoiler. What I can do is like right now say, "Hey, spoiler warning!" I'll put a time code in the in the um, in the description, and say, "Hey, if you don't want this movie spoiled for you, go ahead and skip this part." 
Okay. And, um, so that that can go ahead and be our official spoiler warning. So if you're listening, you know, skip this part if you haven't seen the movie yet, and just go to the description, look for the time code. It's uh, when you want to get past this. So there you go. Okay. Go into okay. it. Uh, now, but and I'm still I'm still not gonna go too much in depth, but I saw it earlier this morning. You know, I went in at seven thirty. Was that the first time? I mean, yeah, that was my first time. Okay. You know what I mean? That was like when I, I, I ordered the ticket like back on April 2nd. Yeah. And at that time where I like to watch my movies, the shit had already been bought up. I was like, man, all right, cool. That's the earliest day. It's a Saturday and it was cool. Um, And, I'm, and I can't, you know, I, I actually, we kind of teased them, started fucking with a little bit of review earlier. But um, so I don't want to go too far in it. But I, when you say like tapping your emotions, like I cried. <laughs> I said, I said that single... Single Indian tier Black Panther, like at least twice, right? Like I was, yeah, you know what I'm saying, kind of forever, motherfucker. Right? But like this yeah. one, I was choked up like seven, eight times through the whole movie, <laughs> flat out. Like so, the marathon shit, I feel you, is and, and it wasn't expected. So I mean, I'm still kind of back and forth with. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I'm looking. I think it's a good bootleg copy right now. I'm not saying to go watch, you know, what I'm <laughs> but I'm, <laughs> you know. But uh, yeah, man. I mean, it's just well done. I, as far as like the way they built up the characters, I had concerns on how they was gonna pack it in in that three hours. But they they did it, you know. They and, did and, it. Yeah, yeah. They wrapped it up. They wrapped it up. That's, I mean, they did it. They actually pulled that shit off. Like, <laughs> I mean, the way the way they even introduced it with Hawkeye and his family. And connecting it. I mean, I ain't never get like Hawkeye is the one character, Black Widow too. Like when she died, I was like, all right, all right, let's just get through this part. But they, they even did that well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. It's just I'm still all over the place. What I should let you said you saw it twice. I've seen it so, twice. I'm surprised that you could even put together a review. You saw it this morning. I'm like, damn, like. How did you do that? Man, I, I ate some water burger after I followed the ritual, I took a nap. I prayed about it a little bit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We, and we did. And it's not, I mean, we'll probably come back, I don't know, and discuss it again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I'm sitting here trying to debate on if that's the best one. Just the way they tied it up, they had an impossible job with it. And just the emotional roller coaster that they brought you on. And then they tied it up with like an epic entertaining battle at the end. It didn't make you fall asleep half the way through. Right. I thought they were going to lose me. And then it, the pace of it was perfect. And it just ramped back up. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, what was there anything specific? Because this one was more about, you know, Stark and Captain America, less about Thanos whooping everybody's ass. Like that whole story, both of those storylines kind of fucked with me. But was there anything particular that, that struck you? Man, we could actually do the whole episode on this, but that's why I got to be careful. <laughs> oh, yeah, I yeah. Wanna... My fault, bro. No, no, no. You're good because I wanted to just break because everybody, like, I think the movie's already made like I think when I checked it this morning, it had already made like three hundred and five million. Mm-hmm. So that's I that's think estimated three forty five something. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, yo, they got all day Saturday and all day Sunday. So I just say that to say that people were talking about this. So I, I think we're good. Um, there were so many things. Uh, I think that first of all, I'm just shocked, man, that that Marvel pulled this shit off. Like, that's that's wild to me. I'm like. Because I'm a big DC guy, and like DC is just fucking up left and right, right? Mm-hmm. They can't do nothing right. And you ain't like Aquaman at all, Shazam. I, oh, I haven't seen Shazam. Shazam was good. that Shazam surprised me. My my girl didn't like it. I tried my girl to, was like I didn't like it, but I was like for DC movies it was pretty dope. 
Okay, I haven't seen it yet. I'm kind of off DC right now, cinematically. <laughs> but, um, Aquaman. I tried to walk out of Aquaman. <laughs> I'm not even trying to be funny. Like I tried to bounce. Like when they came up out of the uh, out of the plane on the beach, or they were in the water or something. And they were like playing Pitbull or some shit. I was like, mm-hmm. yo, I gotta go. Like this is trash. I was like. <laughs> Right. But that's not what All we're right, talking okay. about. I'm just saying I'm off DC. Like DC's pissed me off. I got DC tattoos tomorrow, man. That's I'm DC. Right? Oh, okay. So you're like die hard. I'm like, like DC for life, man. But who you got? I guess I know we off. We're gonna get there. But who you got? Because I, I didn't know that. Oh man, on my I got like on my arm. I got Batman. Um, oh yeah. I've been Batman since like I was like ten. Uh, Batman, Superman, Cyborg, Wonder Woman, Flash. Um, it's like a half sleeve, man. Um, I'll show you sometime. <laughs> yeah, I've probably seen it and just didn't. I'm tripping. You know what I'm saying? But like, I know I, I was not. That's I gotta. I'm bugging out. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, okay. I, I really see your your disdain for DC. We ain't even got to get into that. DC's really they, hurt my feelings. Yeah, they, like yeah, they did. But especially when Marvel doing shit like this. when they do a shit like this, it just it just hurts my heart, man. Because the one thing I think Marvel does well, and kind of back to to the movie is, first of all, like they they know their characters. And they cast really well and they let them act. And I'm like, they just, they let them do their thing and like they take their time and they build them up and the characters and like, especially characters that you wouldn't really think anything about. Like Hawkeye felt like initially like a throwaway character, mm-hmm. right? To me mm-hmm. and Black Widow. But I'm like, I think they were kind of like the two that really gave it to us in this movie. Um, like you said, how it started off with a Hawkeye. Uh, Ant-Man, like. Yeah. I'm like, word? Paul like, Rudd did, Paul Rudd did great. <laughs> like, I think that might have been my first teardrop or, or when my eyes watered was when he sees his daughter. Mm, yep. Yep. And he's just looking at her like, oh, my God. Oh, I don't even recognize you. <laughs> and see, it's I think part of it's such a buildup as a, a a comic book fan and an MCU fan and a cinema fan and a watching all the movies, being of age, seeing it from the beginning with Tony Stark, everybody's gonna reference it. So I think that's what even that's what gives this movie I don't even want to say some shit. I'm trying some gravitas, if you will. I don't talk like that shit normally. Is that that's in-game shit? But it's like I can think of the other Ant-Man movies, experiences I had with those movies, and to bring it all the way to where he goes to the memorial and sees his name on there, but doesn't see his daughter. Runs to the house, she's there. Yeah. Ah, oh, that's but it, it uh, and it's filled with moments like that. Yeah, just moments, just like heart, you know. Um, and I, the comedy didn't even bother me, man. Like it felt like normal and natural. Like the shit, the Hulk, they kind of used the Hulk as comic relief, you know, throughout the movie. Right. Fat Thor. Fat Thor. Um, Alcoholic. That didn't bother me, man. Like that bothered some people. And I was like, no, man, like this is the shit I'm talking about. Like this is character building. Bro. Like this is Marvel doing their thing. See, I, and that's I gotta be like I just I just we just I just did this I just like, I'm telling you and it's funny I gotta be careful because I don't want to go too far down that road but I'm, you, we we on the same page I promise you flat out yeah it's man. an amazing it's an amazing experience man I'm it's, it's a good time to be alive once again it reminds me I'm just glad to be doing this shit with you glad to finally put this thing together man 
Yeah, some solid ones, man. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry, man. Let me go ahead and get you introduced. Like, go ahead and let the people know who you are, what you got going on, your podcast. I mean, yeah. Now, nah, look, it's Todd. <laughs> I do the skip the tutorial. It's a little video game podcast. We just talk crazy. It ain't little. That's about y'all. it. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't. It ain't little. <laughs> you know, home like humble. We got a little tribe. It's real cool. I mean, if you're into that kind of stuff and a little bit of foolishness, you. Same same platforms you can catch the grip, you know what I'm saying? Probably being anchor, iTunes, whatever. Hit us up on Facebook, skip the tutorial, yeah, podcast, whatever. But you know, this ain't about that right now. Thank you for the little plug. I appreciate <laughs> oh, that. Absolutely. Respect and all absolutely. of that. Absolutely. You know what man. I'm saying? But it ain't like I don't know who you are are in person. You know what I'm saying? You're a solid individual. So, you know, I see what you're doing. Yeah, man. Um, let me say one more thing that we can get on with it. Um I tried to drop. I I almost jumped out of my seat when Cap got the hammer. Oh, dog! I was like, no. <laughs> Which takes me back to Ultron, where I had a theory that he was pretending with the hammer when mm-hmm. they were moving around the table trying to see who could pick it up, and he like budged it. I think he was faking. And I mean, Thor addressed it when he was just like, I knew it. Like, he's worthy, <laughs> obviously. And I mean, the cool thing is, they, this happened in the comic books. Um, hopefully, we don't, it's not too much kickback from the, you know, Captain America choice with Falcon. Because that's in the comic books, too. I kind of fucked with that storyline a little bit. Yeah. I, I, at first, that storyline, I was like, Falcon is Captain America. What the fuck? So yeah. it kind of forced me to check it out. But when I checked it out, I was like, all right, it's pretty dope. And it's like, I'm not actively reading comic books every day anymore, like I was 16 and no shit like that. Thank God for MCU for all of that. But when they did that, I still was kind of like, oh, that shit, it just, they tied up so many loose ends and whatever little issues are with it is just completely overshadowed by the mastery of how they tied everything and get together to me. It's crazy, man. It was was nuts, man. It was was nuts, man. Um, Kind of a nice, I think a nice segue here is going to be Falcon being Captain America. Um, I'm sure there's going to be some unfortunate, you know, pushback on that uh, from some haters out there having a black Captain America. Um, oh, you know, he doesn't even got the super serum. Uh, what's he going to do? I'm like, yo, he's going to be a different kind of cap, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I haven't read any of those comics uh, where he's cap. Um, I've seen them, but I haven't read them. And I'm sure that, that's going to be a thing <laughs> at some point in time. Just, I don't think it's happening right now because people are just so overwhelmed with the movie. Uh, but I think when things die down, I think we're going to see some uh, unfortunate pushback on a, on a black Captain America, like with anything else. Uh, all this racial shit, man. It don't stop, right? It don't stop. No, you know? no, no, it don't. <laughs> um, so let me see here. How how are we gonna do this? I got some notes. Um, I didn't even I didn't even let them know what we're gonna be talking about. Um, I, I think I'm gonna name the episode something like uh, interracial relationships. Um, yeah, that's to the point. <laughs> interracial, interracial relationships. What you got? How you doing? What's what's, what's going on out there, people? Um, and I don't think this got to be exclusive to like you know black and white. I'm sure there's a variety of um 
you know, interracial relationships going on there. And the term to me even sounds weird when I think about it, interracial. Mm. Um, That seems to me, and and I might sound like an idiot right now, but interracial, I'm like, is that within my own race? What do you mean interracial? Like, am I crossing races? Like, I've never really thought about the term interracial. Um, Yeah. That's just my brain doing what it does. Like, wait a minute. No, that's actually pretty deep. That's a whole low, low way. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm on a podcast. I make a lot of fart jokes and shit like that. Hold on, let me get my mind right. Let me get my mind right because that's philosophically on a level. Hold on. You know, I'm, I got my red wine going. Let me slow down real quick. Like, damn, you on some real introspective shit out the gate. Fuck, like, I don't even know what scared. that means. Like, interracial. And I'm like, so I'm sure somebody's listening, like, Matt, you're an idiot. This is what it means. I just never thought about it. It's like, I think we throw terms around so loosely these days. We don't sit and think about what they really mean. Um, I don't really necessarily want to go into that. It's just something that just popped into my head. Um, uh, but I guess I was for, for thought though. You got me want want to look up the definition, like let interracial. Hold on, let me just, kind of let me just do that right now. Hold on, I got Google. Yeah, up. let me just let me just hold pull on, up me... my, my internet's um, interracial. That's I mean, it's just a weird term to me for some reason. Interracial couples. No, I just want interracial. The first thing is a white woman and a black dude. That's fine. Right. That's the first thing that pops up in the images. <laughs> X. Red X. Right. No. <laughs> uh, existing between or involving different races. Okay. Existing between or involving different races. Interracial. All right. What are the percentage uh-huh. of interracial marriages? I don't even know if this is accurate. I'm not going to read these numbers because I, I can't verify them. Um. So for the listeners, um, they know I'm in a inter- inter- I can't talk interracial marriage, uh, and you, my friend, are in an interracial relationship. Is it correct? Correct. Correct. And, and I am with what you would call a Caucasian woman. Um, As am I. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I, I really actually don't even like saying the term white um, because on other podcasts we talk about that, where it's like white's an invention. Um, it's not even a real thing. I mean, it is a real thing, but it's not a real thing. Like, no, actually, what is your background? Are you German? Are you, what part of Europe are you from? You know what I mean? It's just, when you say white, it's just so broad. And it's, I think it adds to, um, the whole white supremacy, um, monster, uh, that exists out there. And it's so subtle. Um, it's powerful and, 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 we just use these terms every day. So I, I try to make an effort to break that down every time it comes up and people are like, Matt, you're doing too much. And I'm like, uh, am I? <laughs> no, nah, I mean, I, I can, I can dig it though. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, it, it, it absolutely is a construct in my opinion, just based on, you know, in ancient times history, it, it wasn't like color. It was where you were from, things of that nature. So, right. you know, um, but it is what it is too. I think people are just like, okay, I want, I want to live my life. Cause if you really think about just the systematic, the setup too much, it almost can be crippling and even more, you know, difficult to even get through the day. So, you know, but I think you do have to, if you don't address it, if you don't look at it, if you don't go to them uncomfortable places, if you don't have those uncomfortable conversations, if you don't try to unlearn and relearn and step out of your box, evolve at some point. Yeah. Then I mean, you just adding on to the cycle, in my humble opinion. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I applaud a motherfucker that's gonna look at it and be like, okay, yeah, I, I need to second guess that. I mean, I think that's the right way to look at it. 
Did all the I hate to bring this is like such a fucking cliche uh, no, go ahead. E- example, but it's just like, you know, did you think all the Germans in the Third Reich thought they were doing the wrong shit? Like, no, nah, they didn't think they was doing the wrong shit. I preface this before is this we were talking about voting and um I just I hate to be brutally honest about the shit, but it's just like I never voted. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I'm, I'm I'm really I'm part of I don't want to say ashamed because I'm not ashamed, but it's like, you know, it's definitely not something I'm proud of. You know what I'm saying? But I, I, I'm off a side notice. It's one of those things that came up to where it was just like, as far as the overall systematic shit, I'm not really concerned about it. And when I'm still in a country where uh, Kim Jong-un can say that there are more people locked up per capita in your country than mine, and you're going to call me a tyrant. And I mean, we're in the 2019s and, and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's interesting. It, um. So, you know, I'll just go back to, and I'm, I, this is something I referenced before we talked about. It was just one of those things where it's like still of mine. You know, maybe I will vote one day. I need to vote. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. But I, I, when it comes to politics, I'm real kind of Noam Chomsky a little bit more side of whatever, like not true anarchist, but just as far as understanding the philosophy politically, mm-hmm. um, that this isn't a democracy, that it's an oligarchy. And, and the best option sometimes is to kind of have your own build build a tribe within yourself. Make sure that you're circling your money within your own community, and try to solidify things around that as a base. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, don't let me get too far off off balance and and off the road, man. I start talking, forget where the fuck I was at. Um, <laughs> do you do you kind of not have faith in the system? I mean, obviously the system is corrupt. Um, do you think voting is rigged? I think the whole system overall is rigged mm-hmm. and I think it's on autopilot. Now I know, I know my brother Sasquatch, Mr. John Hammond, shout out to the ugly people. I know you had him on the show. Yeah. I know he'll be like, nigga, just calm down right now. <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> like, I don't know. Cause I feel him. like uh, the flip side is, I mean, you know, the flip way to look at it is okay. There's no way to show any political power if you don't use the vote. So I'm not, I would never discourage people from voting, mm-hmm. but it's just never forgetting like the underlying, re- if you can't even fuck with your own people in a healthy way and have a healthy conversation, you know, if we can't address our own local issues, I hate to bring up Nip- Nipsey Hussle cause it's going to, I'm not trying to, I'm not clout chasing. It's just a relevant point. I really fuck with them and shit like that. Like yeah. perfect example though. When in our own culture, we having them problems and we not figuring out ways to rectify that shit and build that up and try to avoid these situations and learn from them correctly. Like we need to be continuously vigilant on those things, even just as aspects between each other, like black men, like what we trying to do right now. You know what I'm saying? And talking to talking shit out like the conversation with the interracial relationship. When you brought it up, I was like, man, look, man, you know, I'll be comfortable. It'll probably be therapeutic. I think brothers need to do shit like this more and not just this type of shit, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, to go back as far as the system being rigged. I mean, like I said, I, it's, it's never been a democracy. If you just look at it, it's, it's not, it's never been pure and it's impossible at this point in a lot of ways. Um, I think the best thing we can do is continue to try to focus on, and this came up on speak between the lines with, with Rez and all of them. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That's why I'm kind of, just referencing that, but, um, you know, local voting is more important things that'll shift your schooling and stuff like that. And just <clears throat> governmental programs locally and really just fucking with each other the best way we can trying to build our own, 
you know, finance and stability and circulate our money in communities like the Chinese do, Jewish people do, other people do. You know what I'm saying? But most people, most cultures in my, even even people from Mexico, most cultures have a little bit of strength. Chinese culture, they have a little bit more strength than African-American culture. Per Dr. Umar, every now and then I used to listen to that nigga. I don't agree with everything he say, but he, he said some real shit as far as like, you know, they have countries to back them totally. So they can go back to a country if it's a problem. The American, like African-American nigga, male nigga, uh, he like that connection from Africa that truly was severed. Mm -hmm. It 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 isolates us in a way. So we got to figure out a way to kind of combat that shit. Okay. You know? Yeah. yeah. For my own curiosity, I heard you just mentioned um, like we need more local voting more so than I think what you're saying on a national stage. Um, is that something you think would contribute to solving problems? Like, like you said, school board, uh, you know, local, I don't know, municipalities or whatever you call them and, 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 uh, police chiefs and all that. Absolutely. Other- okay. No, there you go. Okay. There okay. you go. Okay. Um, all right. Yeah. We're going to get to another conversation we don't watch it <laughs> right no i didn't i didn't i told you man you gotta uh, rein me in sometimes man i'll get to rambling okay um so i i think one of the things i think i might want to do real quick is what kind of names some of the stereotypes that i think we'll kind of keep it to black and white uh, like black men white women because that's our situation Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the stereotypes, like some of the things that come off the top of my head are house nigga, um, uncle Tom, uh, sellout. Um, these are come some like the immediate things that come to my mind and some of the battles I've faced. Can you think of anything else that kind of comes to your mind when you, when you think of stereotypes, you know, that are kind of a stigma of black men with white women? I mean, as far as the the general ones, you you hit the nail on the head. But as far as I'm, t- man, six months into this relationship, me and my me and my girl have been together for two two and a half years now. Yeah. Six months into it though, I was still cruising around Facebook, and if I called a nigga with a white woman, I was looking at him like, mm. like nigga, I'm in a relationship with a white woman <laughs> right now. Like it's so ingrained into me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that. That that shit right like it wasn't like I out loud said something, it was just a feeling I got, right? Yeah. I had I'm 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 probably still dealing with that a little bit to a to a degree, but it's nothing like like the first few months for me. Cause yeah. I'm older and I and, and I'm a product of my own brainwashing on top of the box that I grew up in, man. I'm from the south, south Louisiana, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, my people pretty cool about that, like everybody shit, because I come from a lot of people and and everything else. And I mean, the house kid, the house nigga thing that comes from within my own people before I had to do anything with a white woman or dealing with a white girl. That was, you know, I'm grown, grown. You know what I'm saying? I've been married the whole nine, been, you know, I done fell back. That light skin shit came from birth. Yeah. And that house nigga shit came from birth within my own people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, that's another thing that's, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I mean, yeah, like, so that like, and I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I look at it like I'm more red, <laughs> but you know, my grandmother straight here, my aunties was twins. One had green eyes, one had blue eyes. You know what I'm saying? And if you know the history of that, that's, that's black people that was bred for prostitution in the South. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's you know, that whole line down there, 
You know what I mean? That light skin shit. And then they, you know, you pit us against each other and and it just it's continuous, systematic and automatic. So as far as that, like those some of those things hit home just off that alone. So then that's then fast forward doubling up on top of being in a relationship that can get heavy, I guess. Yeah. Um, and let me see if I can do this for listeners who aren't as familiar with what we're talking about. Like the, the overall, I think, or kind of the overarching, um, thinking as far as I see it, I won't, I won't put words in your mouth, um, is, um, black people look at other black people dating outside of their race as like almost a potential traitor. And that's due to all the, uh, what all the fuckery that's involved with selling this out to, I don't know, man, it could be anything, man. Like white cops back in the day, it could be their boss. Like, it's just a number of things that like, we can't even trust our own people, mm-hmm. I guess is what I'm trying to boil it down to. We, you know, we don't know who we can trust because, you know, there are, um, throughout history, obvious opportunist and, uh, black people who will sell us out, you know, to, uh, to, to white people and, and white supremacists. So that fear is real. And I understand completely why I get looked at that way. You know what I mean? I know what's behind that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just real unfortunate because, um, it's, it's, it's so ingrained in, in society. And, uh, I don't know how we overcome that. Um, I think it's obviously something that's still happening, but just to give the listeners just a little bit more understanding, if you're not familiar with this topic, that's kind of the battle. Um, that's how I see it. I mean, I, like I said, I don't want to put words in your mouth, Todd. No, 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 I'm, 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 I'm with you. Um, I, I do think there's hope. I think we've had less time collectively at this whole thing together or working on it than we give ourselves credit for, even though it feels like forever and it can feel kind of hopeless. But I mean, just looking within myself, you know, and part of that in a weird way with the relationship that I'm in, knowing that I could even go as far to step out of the box to give this situation a chance, just on some trying to be healthy type shit and evolving type shit. Then I mean, Going from that, like anybody can kind of change, I guess. It's not that deep. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but like, you know, when I struggle with stuff like that, I'm like, well shit, if I could change, then you could change. Like this is about to turn into a fucking Rocky episode. This is Rocky, what? Rocky we can all could change, right? <laughs> Everybody you know? can change. <laughs> but I do and struggle with it though, it's real, because it's kind of hypocritical too. Like I went off on this tirade of us and you know, black people circulating the dollar within our community and shit like that. And one of the solid arguments against interracial relationship marriage procreating with outside of your race and not with a black woman and specifically has a lot to do with financial situations in the black family and the stability and how that was broken up mm-hmm. and kind of partially perpetuating unhealthy things that's in our culture unhealthy things that are in everybody's culture but we got to address the shit between you know black men black women you know and we ain't got to go all the way because we could talk about that shit for days yeah. you know but um I don't know. Like, that's where it, I mean, that's, it's hypocritical as fuck. Cause <laughs> I'm just like, you know, yeah, we need to rotate this money, but at the same time, but, but yeah, I'm trying to be happy before I die. So if you're just a <laughs> solid person, I don't give a fuck what color you are. Cause I didn't been 
stabbed, burnt, shot, ran on, been on like all all the above, fucking with whoever. So I'm older now, and I just want to settle down with whoever healthy for me. Take it day day at a time, whatever's good for me. And that's yeah. how my situation came up. Yeah, that's a nice segue because the the next kind of question I had, and I'm, I'm gonna I can put myself on blast here, is um. Are you comfortable talking about your, your dating history? Like, is this the first white woman I mean, you've hey, ever dated? Yes, it is. Okay. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah. I'm not, and I'm, you know, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. And not only that, caveat, it was the two things, like, <laughs> before me and her started dating, I just got to the point, like, I was on some, trying to be on some real zen shit, some real meditative shit. Like, if I'm going to be single for the rest of my life, I got to find happiness and being all right with my goddamn self. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, because I'm just trying to be okay. And keep in mind, like, I'm watching one of my close friends. I hate to reference this shit, but fuck it. Like, I, I'm watching one of my close friends deal with stage four um, terminal cancer. Mm-hmm. And God rest his soul. He passed away on May 13th. You know what I'm talking about? R.P. You know, Flint. But, like, I watched some unhealthy things as far as um just this surrounding environment right mm-hmm. and it makes you reevaluate it was just made me reevaluate everything and I, I mean i think you know it's healthy to kind of do that shit in general uh, as far as like what i'm willing to put up just because of a box that i grew up in so not necessarily keeping black women away from me but opening myself up to just people in general yeah um my my dating history is all over the all over the map. Um I I I didn't discriminate against anything. I I, I make this joke a lot and this is fucked up, but I'll just go ahead and say it. <laughs> I say I discriminate against one thing and that's ugly. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true now, obviously. That was something I said when I was like a kid or like a teenager in my early twenties. So I dated everything. I dated, um, you know, chocolate, like dark women. I've dated Indian, Chinese, Hispanic, um, you know, mixed, white, all across the board. Um, Now, I'll be honest, though, like uh, my wife is actually the first serious relationship I've ever had with a white woman. Um, Got you. Now, I didn't know if you just talking about fucking. Cause I didn't fuck some other people. I didn't live the real. Li- <laughs> sorry, sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, go no, ahead. you good. Like, so, like, I, I think I've had three solid relationships my, my whole life. Hold on a second, mom. I got another call coming here. I'm trying to get this off my phone. Um, I've dated like my first girlfriend, uh, black woman. Second girlfriend was um, mixed. I think she was like. Uh, like she was, I was an Indian and Italian. Um, and then my wife. So there's like the three solid relationships. And, but in between all that, I was like, I said, I was dating all across the board and I, it didn't really mean anything to me. Um, I've said on another podcast though, and you tell me if you've ever heard anything like this, I was on another one talking about, we had this dumbass saying, um, when we were in high school, and it was if they ain't light or white, they ain't right. And um, <laughs> hold on, say that again. If you would, <laughs> if they ain't light or white, they ain't right. Right, right. Okay, right. And right. so I didn't believe that, 
but I, 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 I supported that and repeated it because that's what all my black friends were saying. Mm. And I was just wanting, you know, you're a kid and you just want to fit in and, you know, whatever. Because, like, I would say that and then I would be on a date with a real dark black girl, you know? So right, right. I was just saying what I said because it was what you did. Um, but saying all that to say, I, I just dated all across the board. Um, the situation I'm in now um, happened to me just because it happened. And um, I'm sure we can get into that here in a moment. But I just kind of want to see if we could talk about our dating history for a second. Um, yeah. Like you said, yeah, you, was, uh, you was doing some other things. <laughs> no, go ahead. No, I said you was doing some other things, you said. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I went through the whole spectrum. Like I said, I'm from, you know, I'm from South Louisiana. Yeah. So it was just like at one point, you know, that like I think that's a part of the same thing. The flip side of, oh, he light skin, that's a house nigga, dark skin, that's a field nigga mentality. Which there's some some depth to that. There's some realities we got to deal with it with that. But it's also you know a little bit blown up. But as a young age, I mean, at a young age, you know how it is as a man or a young boy. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a that's what you that's what we do, right? So it was just like shit. I was like, man, I'm not fucking with nothing but light skin. I'm gonna get a light skin here. I'm gonna get a light skin now. Blah, 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 blah. And then the, and I mean a couple of white girls. It was real solid. That was cool. Well, one, one. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then it, it, it just, I worked myself all the way. It was all, you know, dark skinned women, the whole nine, whatever, just yeah. beautiful black women. Um, and then, but see, then I'm kind of warped. Like, I don't know if we need to get into that conversation <laughs> today, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But it's a big chunk of life, you know what I'm saying? Where it comes to just survival and looking at, at people and human beings on a most animalistic level. You know what I'm saying? Um, dealing with females and in general. Mm-hmm. So I look at relationships in general with just human beings, like in general with male and female shit, a little bit probably different. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's it's not necessarily healthy overall. So some of my journey just has to deal with like breaking that shit down too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, people is people and all that, you know what I'm saying? But you also gotta be willing to look yourself in the mirror with every choice you, you make and stand on it and the reasoning why. I just never saw it happening for me. You know what I mean? But it's also it's little shit like I I don't have I don't have no kids. So I wasn't really tripping off of somebody that has kids. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers, you know, um my biggest thing is my girl being so much younger than me. Mm-hmm. That was my biggest concern too. And that's still a challenge. You know what I'm saying? Everything it's not like all of a sudden, okay. I think before I started being in a interracial relationship, I had these certain expectations of what I thought I would be on how much different it is. And a lot of things just show me how much the same a lot of shit is. Mm-hmm. The different thing, it just, but the different th- things are like extremely magnified for me personally. Um, is that anything like that with you or is it not really so much that way? Cause you kind of more used to navigating it. Um, it, it's, it's, it's like, yeah, it's, it's pretty much like you said, um, people are people, you know, we're all pretty similar kind of on the base level like we're all dealing with emotions and similar emotions um obviously you get a different set or you get more compounded on that um your emotions like with black people so we're all dealing with shit but we're all dealing with different shit you know um black people are collectively dealing with um, a set of things and, and white people are collectively dealing with you know other issues but um, I hate to say it like this, but black people are dealing with a lot more 
Well, I don't want to get in trouble here. Uh, <laughs> because, like, it's tricky because, you know, black people, collectively speaking, are we know what we're dealing with, right? Um, mm-hmm. To just be alive and survive. But that's not, I'm not trying to take anything away from a white person who is dealing with a family member who has cancer or some shit. You know what I mean? Like, everybody's dealing with stuff. No, I feel you. Like, no, okay, so... I feel you, but it's it's not. No, you, I think you're just factually correct on that. It's not like you can't be the victor and the victim. You can't claim on one side that you're superior, and then on the other side say that you victims of the that other people that you're superior of. Just being extra, extra, and that's one thing. I that's one thing. Like I didn't see it. You know what I'm saying? It don't. I mean, we still growing and everything else like that. But it's just like one thing about my girl is like she just innately kind of understands base human being shit like that. You know what I mean? We both come from our boxes and it can be interesting sometimes. But like she is real aware of like, you know, like, hey, you know, privilege and shit like that. Like simple, simple things. Not to say that her pain doesn't matter. It's just, you know, it's not a pain competition. <laughs> just factually look what the fuck we what we go through mentally and how that on a day-to-day basis just shows up physically and the reason is why. Like, it's just a different experience and it's okay. We can learn from each other. Right. But uh, I think that's where a lot of the fear comes from, you know? Like, hey, they're coming to take our shit because they know. <laughs> they know what time it is. They know what kind of shit that we have to go through. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of my next thing is I was going to say, you know, uh, and I already know the answer to this, I guess, but you know, is, is, is your, um, is your lady woke? Um, if you will, I kind of hate that word for being honest. Yeah, I, I mean, we talked about that today, <laughs> bro. We talked with like, cause it's, it's like a movement now on this. It's a, it's a guy that I listen to and I'm not gonna reference his name. He's got a YouTube, got a pretty big following, like half a million people. Yeah. And his like go to for everything is like get woke, go broke or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> SJWs or woke man's and shit. And it's just like at first, I could deal with it in a certain type of way, you know what I'm saying? But it's just it kind of hit home on a particular subject. So I was like, God damn, cuz, cuz I'm not afraid to listen to somebody that's got a different perspective than me. Period. Like. We can, as long as there's a level of respect, we can sit here and try to come to agreement or we could agree to disagree and respectfully shake hands and walk away. But certain shit just go too far. Um, they didn't took a good thing, you know, and that's historically seems like a thing like black people try to communicate through their music, which is another thing I, I dug about my girl, which I was kind of surprised. And like she's 12 years younger than me. But, you know, she favorite group is like Tribe Called Quest and Tupac and shit. Like, I don't even listen to Tribe Called Quest like that and Biggie. So I'm like, okay, well maybe she could translate a little bit, a little bit of shit. Yeah. It ain't gonna be the same. And and she accept that, but maybe she could translate a little bit of shit. But um, back to the the go woke the woke shit is just like I had to go back and listen to the Childish Gambino song. Like man, cause this is just a beautiful song about some shit, you know. Um, and then it's been turned on its head to make it to be something that it's not. Same thing that happened with Black Lives Matter. Same thing that's happened historically throughout this country. Like I said, we got a long way to go. You know what I mean? And I'm I'm not the best person to speak on a lot of like I didn't went off on tie rays and shit. Well, I didn't already acknowledge. I'm clearly hypocritical. At the end of the day, I'm living by the number one rule of the jungle, which is survival and making sure that I'm straight, my family straight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, you know, like 
it's just sad how that gets reversed on the head and, and turned on itself, like to where we don't even feel comfortable with some shit that we should have some ownership on collectively yeah. and, be, be, and and not, you know, not have things struck down monetarily because of it. But that's what it, that's what it looks like is going now. Um, but yes, yeah, so anyway, I didn't mean the, the woke. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. Um, yeah. And I kind of talked about a little bit in another podcast where uh, that process for my wife and me was um, a real daunting one. Like it took years um, because she comes from a, um, a real, um, you know, secluded white area in rural Ohio. And uh, with that being said, um, she personally never had an issue with black people. Um, never thought anything and, abnormal or awkward about them she had black cabbage patch kids right uh growing up uh because she watched the cosby show and so she kind of like had what you were saying that basic human element like people are people humans are humans you know and um it wasn't until she got older where she started to kind of see some of the inconsistencies and how we're treated and how white people are treated and when she got with me, that shit hit like, like rapid fire, high speed, mm. like things got real, real quick because we would have a lot of, um, healthy discussions <laughs> about, um, certain things. And that could be, um, something like, Hey Matt, uh, are you kind of maybe overreacting or is this as really bad as you say it is? And I can't remember what it was that kind of flipped the switch for her. I think it was, um, it might've been, uh, Trayvon Martin, mm. um, or was it to maybe it's Tamir Rice. It was one of the, the real young ones, man. Um, I think Tamir Rice was the kid in Cleveland, uh, that got shot right in the park. Yeah, but I shit you not, right before you call, I was uh, shout out to Nipsey again. I was listening to 50 Niggas by Nipsey. You heard that song? Yeah. We're talking about, well, yeah, that mm-hmm. shit. So you, Zim, and my old lady was just talking about Zimmerman right before you hit me up, too. She was, she was just like saying something like she saw an article. I don't, I, I didn't fact check this. I'm just going off the conversation. She said she saw an article where that nigga was uh, being weird and creating fake dating sites and stuff like that and and getting shut out. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, honestly, I was just like, see, that's a motherfucker that need to get killed. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the person in reference to, in the midst of me listening to Nipsey, getting ready for your call or whatever, shit like that. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I say. Like, that's not to say that anybody just, you know, the whole murder shit, you know, that's just how I go or whatever. Um, I don't condone that per se, but it's just hard to see in our own community something like that happen where this nigga walking around free. But it, in, where even my girl is just looking at it, like just on, on a human being level. You know what I'm saying? Because Trayvon, I think, hit everybody hard. It's been too many niggas to name. Yeah, it's, it's when that song, um, uh, was uh, Story of OJ came out. Uh, <sighs> yeah. And for whatever reason, because I've been fighting this fight personally for years, where it's been like, because I come from middle class America you know, white neighborhood. And so I've, for years, I don't do this shit anymore, but but I've always been kind of fighting to prove 
I'm black. <laughs> and I cut that shit out um, years ago. Uh, but there was a low period in my life where I was like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> like yeah. I'm black. Like, what do you, what, like, what is the problem here? And I, I like, like I said, I understand where all that comes from. Um, but it was fucked up because when I would talk about it, I would say, look, man, and this is the shit I deal, I still deal with with me and my wife. I'm like, I'm getting, I'm getting racism from white Both people sides. and my people. And it's a tough spot to be in. And I'd never, I'd never really learned to navigate that until I stopped trying to navigate it. <laughs> right. Right. You know? Right. And so back to with, with Jay-Z, um, that story, that was like recently, right? That was like, what, a couple years ago? Yeah. Yeah, about um, two years. About, yeah. About, mm-hmm. Yeah, so like, how yeah, phone nigga, I can't remember all the lyrics. Rich nigga, phone nigga. Um, I was like, yes. Still nigga. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Still and I'm nigga. like, I love that Jay-Z said. I'm like, yes. <laughs> Man, salute to Jay-Z right? for the culture. And I mean, see, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I get that. Like, I res- okay, perfect example. Every man should have his choice. Like, Jay-Z is somebody, I want to, I'm fearful to, not fearful to say, to look up to, but I mean, I personally admire that nigga's story. He's of our era. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, he made it through, you know? Um, and, I mean, Beyonce, Beyonce just uh, donated a lot of money to my, the old school that I went to at Gremlin. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I didn't pay, I didn't, I didn't finish, I almost finished, you know what I'm saying? But I learned a lot there, so, you know, and just watching what they do with that, so, it's dope to hear, you know what I'm saying? How because you got like bringing that back, that's real. <laughs> you still a nigga at the end of the motherfucking day, right? And so, like, which bringing back to Trayvon, he was a light skinned, good looking black kid, right? Mm-hmm. He he didn't look like those stereotypes they perpetuate on TV, you know. Those you know you know what they do, man. Like, uh, shit, like Minister Society or whatever. Like, oh yeah, like the animals. Like this kid looked like. Your next door neighbor, you know, he's just, uh, just a little wholesome black kid. I mean, that's what he looked like to us. Yeah, to us. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> like, it's, it's clear as day. It's clear as day. Like, he's not Poochie Lope from down the street that everybody wants to get killed. See, look, I'm from, like, I moved there. I moved 11 times before I was 11 type of thing. Not all, all around, but that type of situation. Mm-hmm. Last year, Louisiana, South Cajun nigga, but, um, like, I didn't have it the worst, but, I mean, shit, I didn't have the best either. It's like, you don't realize how poor you are until you get older type shit. But I also had a mother, you know, the old cliche, the old, I had a praying mama, but it's real. You know what I'm saying? Um, that made sure, like, I went to a private school, so I stayed in Lafayette. I went to school in Opelousas. It's like a 30-minute drive, mm-hmm. um, and I went to Westminster Christian Academy. That's where, it's kind of like a magnet school. I ran, a, you know, play basketball, like, whatever, and shit like that. So even though I stayed, you know, sort of on the north side of Lafayette, Martin Luther King Street, everybody Martin Luther King Street, I went to school 30 minutes away at Westminster. So my your experience as far as like, I didn't kind of quite grow up middle class, but I I was exposed to some a little little smidges of wealth and a, a few rich people and just well to do people, right? So I was able to see some shit that some of my people weren't able to see. You know what I'm saying? And in some ways that actually garnered, I don't want to say more anger or disdain, but more 
standoffish in this for a long time where I'm like, I can't ever see myself actually being with a white woman. Right. <clears throat> so, know? you know, adding that shit to, um, like I said, growing up in middle-class America and always feeling like I had to prove myself to my own brothers and sisters, um, was, was terrible. And I hated it. And it made me just feel off on the inside. And, um, like I said, I, I felt better after I stopped trying to navigate that. And I'll occasionally, you know, um, I don't want to say pop off because that's not my demeanor. Um, but I'll get upset about um, somebody saying something stupid to me. Um, and I don't know if I want to get too far ahead of myself here. But, like, for example, I got into it with this one lady one time who I don't know what we were talking about exactly. But she basically said, oh, you got away with what you got away with. And when I what I mean got away with like I had said something stupid or whatever you know to my wife and I can't remember what it was but she was like well the only reason you got away with that was because your wife is white mm. you know she's a pushover that's how all white women are and I was like <laughs> I was like word <laughs> okay let's talk about what you just said and it was a whole thing and I was just I broke it down on the real basic level. And this is how stupid this shit is to me. I was like, okay, first of all, have you ever met my wife? No. Okay. So how can you sit here and tell me who she is? Right. That's just on the, just let's start the conversation there that you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> like you haven't never met her. So how are you going to tell me what kind of person she is? And assuming, you know, um, collectively a group of people are one way. To me, I'm like, you're doing the same shit that the racists do to us, right? You're doing it to them, to the white people. And I'm not, I'm, trust me, I'm not sitting here trying to champion, you know, uh, white. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I feel you, you know, know, I White rights, if you will. I'm like, white people are doing fine. <laughs> okay. Like, but these this, white men out here <laughs> just getting abused. I'm talking about my wife. Yeah, just her and uh, that that pissed me off. So there's situations like that where I I, I get upset. But generally speaking, I, I don't typically get upset with that now. And it seems like we're in a place now in society and culture where it's um it feels to me like, yo, are you an ally or not? That's the key. And if it's like you an ally, come on in. <laughs> Let's That's get the it. Key. That's the key. To me, I mean, at this point, you know what I'm saying? And see, my thing is, man, at the end of the day in this life, man, I'm, I'm going to just play it how it go to just break it down simply. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I know the previous relationship, this is just how it went for me prior to this relationship. Because first off, I was single for like five years, you know, struggling mm -hmm. in my little apartment on some Rambo shit. Because, you know, I'm, I don't even need much where I come from. Moving to Texas, I'm just thankful to have a little shit that I got and dig myself out the hole. And I try relationships here and there. You know what I'm saying? I stepped out the box and did some shit just out of character to try to be different and continue to try to heal from my previous, you know, separation. The woman I had been with before that was like a decade. And really, you know what I'm saying? That was just on some whole other crazy shit. Yeah. You feel me? It was solid, like on a friendship level. But as far as like healthy relationship shit, I think we was just too young. And it was one of them things where it's just, I don't know, just playing the game, breaking out the rules and shit like that. And it really wasn't meant to be that. You know what I'm saying? But I learned a lot. But as I, like, so from all of that, I was like, you know, 
I moved into this this plus spot here, started my new life. And the, my dad don't always give me good advice, but he was like, man, just fall back, focus on your bread. Don't tr- don't worry about chasing no women. Get get yourself right in your own you know space. Focus on your plan and work your plan. Mm-hmm. Don't just try to jump into a relationship or a situation. So for a five year span, it wasn't like I wasn't trying to date, but I wasn't tripping about dating. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, okay, let's just be open to whatever. Not whatever, you know what I mean? But try different circumstances just within my own race. As usual, I wasn't even thinking about being with no white woman. Right. So coming from all those experiences, looking at some what some of my people was going through, looking at a big reason why they're going through it on both ends has a lot less to do with themselves and a lot more to do with just a cycle that we continue to repeat. And I'm repeating a different kind of cycle. So it's not coming from a judgmental error. It's just what I'm able to live with how my life's structured. You know what I mean? And at the end of the day, like not to play myself as the victim, cause I'm not the victim. I played the role. Like the very last relationship I was in, you couldn't have gotten no darker of a woman. And, and that's, it's beauty in that, like ancient beauty in that, like Egyptian culture. That's, Woman is God beauty for real or cavemen and the reason why they believe that. I get that. The melanin, I understand the worth. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it's a situation where, okay, I'm looking at it not to toot my own horn at all. Right. But I'm like, I'm not, I'm not the worst nigga. You know what I'm saying? I'm not the most attractive. That ain't all that. It ain't about that. But I'm a good hearted nigga and I'm gonna keep it real with you. I'm gonna tell you the truth out the front, out the gate. You know what I'm saying? I'm she had a smart, intelligent, beautiful son. I generally don't try to play that role because I was always fearful of the baby daddy situation. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So, you know, but still, you know, whatever. Young man was beautiful. His father was locked up. I felt some type of way for the kid. He was a solid nigga. So I said, okay, I'm not really necessarily comfortable for that. But if I'm going to deal with her, then I'm going to deal with him and it's going to be solid. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It also had to do the tie-in with one of my friends and it could have been, I thought, a healthy situation. Long story short or longer just to end it off, the way that shit ended off just factually. Now, whatever fucked up shit I did, whatever fucked up shit that was done, factually, it was an option that was laid out. I was like, all right, look, you know, I know you got your situation where you at, but my job right now, I make a little bit more money. Um, If you want to move in together or whatever else like that, then we can move in together. But you got to come on my side because my car situation kind of fucked up. And I need to be closer to my gig or whatever else we'll do. do. Um, everything was cool, but it was like, nah, nah, you know what? I don't want to do that. That's not that's not a move I want to make. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, what I'm going to do, I need to get my own spot. Now, you could come stay out with me, you know, and we could work it out that way. I was like, well, this is farther. I don't know if that's going to work out. But, you know, it's a choice. It's up to you. The, the option is open to you if you want to take it. You know what I'm saying? That that turned into uh, she decided to get a apartment under her baby daddy who was in jail's father and move into an apartment there mm-hmm. and drop off the map for like two weeks. Not answering the phone and shit like that for a nigga that she said that she wasn't fucking with. That wasn't nothing. Wasn't doing right. Kind of to suck me into the relationship. Just the same person that you want to tie in with you know what i'm saying that's your choice i can't make you not do that i I can only offer that to you i can't make you you know whatever and i've run into a series of situations like that and that don't i don't think that's necessarily a color thing i think that's just 
a healthy versus unhealthy situation, mm-hmm. you know? So that basically fizzled out. And at that point I was like, all right, I, I give up. Cause I don't know what's wrong with me. I thought I was solid, but clearly I ain't. What am I missing? Whoop, whoop, whoop. And then on some randomness of all random shit, a coworker that you probably know that I won't name was just like, I got the perfect person for you. <laughs> right. Right. I, and I, 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 at that point, like I was like, really really by myself for like a couple of months yeah. you know what i'm saying that but like i i I wasn't chasing nothing out no more um and i was like whatever man you know what i'm saying i don't think it's nothing we're gonna eat some pizza and do what we do and it's gonna fade out and you know she was just like well i'm gonna give her a number and, and you know invite her over and you know we hung out and literally we've been together ever since <laughs> like it's not some shit that i planned you dig it just played out that way and I'm trying to grow from it. I really hate that I went so long winded, but I felt like it's you know, just to give a proper introduction on how I was introduced to this whole situation. It's good because it it, it plays it it kind of gets into this this point. I don't even know if it's a point I want to make other than it's just something I just like want to talk about because race is extremely important. And like I said, collectively, black people, we deal with what we deal with, right? But it's like, how do you balance that with, like you were saying, what's personally good for you? And so you just explained kind of your journey into how you got to your current situation. That's healthy for you, okay? But in the overall narrative, it's like when you get with your people, they still going to kind of feel a kind of a way about it. Absolutely. You know? <laughs> yeah. But it's the, like, the, it's ones that ain't, the ones that ain't enlightened. Yeah. The ones that are not enlightened. Exactly. Or so. not enlightened. You know, that's not, that's, you know what I'm saying? To, or Open. like my real friends that's been with me that know me yeah. are like, they support me a thousand percent because they know what I've been through and they just want to see me happy and with somebody to give a fuck about me. And that's able to deal with, my crazy ass period yeah other ones fuck them yeah and so like with me um i always had an idea in my head and we kind of talked about this off air where i was like i'm gonna marry this beautiful black woman we're gonna have these these children i just had this idea in my head of what it was gonna be and I also had an idea like i'm gonna date this like you know popular like it girl Cause that was kind of the the route I was on, and I was dating that 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 girl. You know, you know who she is. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> just generally speaking, like where are the cool spots? What's happening? Are we going to that place? Like, I can't keep up with that, and that had always made me unhappy, whether it was black or white or whatever it was, Hispanic. Like, it was the same kind of mentality, and I'm like this kind of woman is bad for me. <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> Never trust a big button smile. That girl is poor. <laughs> poison. 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 Shit. <laughs> I'm like, this woman, I'm dating the same woman no matter what race. It's mm-hmm. the same woman. Wow. Wow. Right? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm always like unhappy when like I'm in the relationship or dating or whatever it was. Uh, not full-fledged relationship. So, like, here come my wife at the time, and um, I, I think I've talked about this briefly on another podcast, where, like, 
I, I we, we're from Ohio, and um, we both worked at the same job, and um, I'm a real social guy, so I talked to a lot of people, and she was the one woman in the building that wouldn't talk to me, and she's tall, and uh, she's probably like, I don't know, like 5'10 or 5'11, and um, she got she wears heels sometimes, right? So that was that maker, you know, like six foot. <laughs> Shit. Like, okay, and she's walking around, and she always had this, like, sh- this slow stroll about her, and it would piss me the fuck off. I'm like, who is this woman that won't talk to me? And she wasn't being the popular, like, she just was to herself. And she had, like, two people that she talked to. Drove me nuts. And this kind of this will kind of get into our, our comic book shit, actually, here in a second, because... The last straw for me was I seen her walking down the hall one day with a Batman shirt on. And I was like, oh, hell no. You're not going to disrespect my man like that. <laughs> I, I, had, I had never said a word to this woman in my life. I pulled her aside. I was like, excuse me. I'm sorry. And this was before like Batman was popular like he is now. Uh, I can't remember what year this was. And I was like, excuse me, miss. Um, are you just wearing a Batman shirt because you think it's cute? Or like, are you really down with my man? Yeah. <laughs> I want to say an hour later, we're talking about how Batman gets the damn makeup on his eyes when he puts the hood on. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you think about Batman, wherever he has the hood on or his, his cow, he's got the eye sockets, right? But if you look at his eyes, he's always got black makeup on his eyes. And when he takes off the cow, the makeup's gone. And we're like, yo, when does he put that on? <laughs> this is the conversation I'm having with this woman. I'm like, this is crazy. I ain't never talked to anybody this way. <laughs> or no woman, at least. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's cool. But see, that's cool, though. And, and Especially like, when it's five, like it's just you connect on certain shit. You just got common interests. Yeah, and and she was um like I said she wasn't the it girl she wasn't like about the the popular scene and all that, right? Um, I when we first met we was just friends. She was my best friend for the longest time. We was just cool, and where I fucked up in that part of our friendship was like I was still dating other women while me and her were friends. So I would tell her everything I was doing. <laughs> mm, so she know how she know. So she know everything about me. Yeah. <laughs> And then, like, over some time, you know, me and her started messing around with each other. And then, you know, this happened. Um, But one of the biggest struggles I had was um, I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't marry a white woman. I was like, I can't do this. I was like, my shit, my life is already hard enough as it is. Me being from middle class America, they already think I'm something that I'm not. This is just going to make it worse. And I'm worried about all these things that are outside of me. You know, I'm not worrying about what I need. And I talked to my mom about this for a minute and she was like, you know, thank God for my mom. You know, she's like, you got to do what's good for you. This is, I think this is the one, all that other, you know, all that, all that conversation and and tell me what I'm supposed and what I need to be hearing. And I pulled the trigger on that shit, man. And, you know, we're probably, I think we're what, I think we've been together maybe like eight, nine years now. Man, congratulations um, on that. Man. Married for four. Um, so it's like I got something real, you know, and it's it, it's 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 insane to me that I could have missed out on this 
because of my race issues. Right. Right. I'm not being a motherfucker right now. Like I'm like we still talk just to each mad, other. Just mad. Like why don't nobody want to? <laughs> and it's like it's just. I, but I mean, do you think? I think it. And I, I think that's a thing that can happen regardless of race or gender. I Absolutely. Think, like females let good dudes go by. Dudes let good females go by for for shit like for trivial shit or for in not trivial shit, but for things where I mean, you got to live your life. And be true to who you are in order to be true to anybody else. Yeah. Period. You know what I'm saying? And if you sitting there not letting people good people in, I mean, even if and everybody ain't forever. I pray to I pray to God like it's forever. You know what I'm saying? I think I'm gonna take it day to day. But why would you even kick people out that's supposed to be good in your life for a season? Just where you can help each other grow. You know what I'm saying? To where it's a positive situation when you leave each other or you never really leave each other, however it is. But it's got to be, I think, a base of, of that. Um. So, yeah, man, now that's that's yeah. you probably could have a whole conversation on people making it past two years of marriage. <laughs> but, yeah, it, like it's madness to me when I hear people talk about things like I have a type or. You know, because I say this all the time. People go after what they want, not what they need. I say that all the time. And that's not just that's not just dating. That's everything in life. I think people go after what they want, not what they need. And that's the hard pill to swallow, because what you need ain't what you're looking for most of the time. And Hmm. that shit will present itself to you. And then I think once it does, whatever that might be, it's up to you to decide what you want to do with it. I think we all get the opportunity um, for happiness, if you will. And when I say happiness, I don't mean like you're laughing and chuckling and having a ball each day. I mean content and at peace, you know, with with yourself and your situation. And so I I say this stuff to like friends of mine and, and, and family where I'm like, whether they're looking to get into a relationship or whatever it might be, I'm like, just be open. Like, just be open. Just be open. Because, like, these ideas that we have about what we what our life's supposed to be and what we're supposed to get out of it, um, I don't think we're intelligent enough and smart enough to, to really know what that is. I mm. do trust God, if you will, to deliver it to us or, or present it to us. Then we have right. to make a decision on what to do with it. Right. And so right. um, I, I see that a lot in society. Like, I, I, I can't tell you, this is a thing I see a lot, and I don't know why. This is kind of funny to me. It really isn't funny. Um, but I see a lot of white women um, that pass up on black dudes or Hispanic dudes that they like. I've seen black women pass up on white dudes, you know, for all the reasons I w- I was talking about in my life, that's not what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to be with this kind of person. I don't want these kind of questions from my family and my friends. I don't want that trauma. I don't want that drama. <clears throat> Man, I'm like, I think you know, when you hit on something before you pass that up, just before I, I think I just want the same. Not that I'm kind of in it. I think I just want the equal amount of disdain that black women have for black men with white women as they do for black women with white men just keep it even i don't know if it is but well, no because like i said when i googled interracial relationship the first thing that popped up was a white woman black dude all right 
I can't. Um, I'm, I'm seeing more of it the other way. Like I've seen more of it now than I ever have in my life, where I see a white dude with a black woman. Um, and I, I don't want. I, I won't get into that. I'll just kind of leave it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's dangerous. I told you I've been sipping wine, but I do. <laughs> but it kind of is. It's, but like, and you know, I, it actually comes from a recent conversation I was having with with a couple of of coworkers, females or whatever. We was talking about it. I was talking about coming on the show or whatever, and that's something that they brought up actual female that was next to me brought it up i was like oh okay damn you know i'm gonna bring that up on the show let me put some notes books down i, I should have wrote some notes uh-huh. but that's where that comes from though but uh yeah you're right we don't need to go down that road <laughs> Shit. yeah um it's just funny man because um i was talking with my previous uh co-host that this this battle that we're fighting if you will with racism in 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 the world like we can't all attack this from the same position i'm like if we're going to defeat this thing we got to come at it from all kind of angles you know we all can't be malcolm x we all can't be king we all can't be um uh farrakhan you know yeah we all like in order for this to work we got to all we got to hit it from all angles and I, I, that's how I like to think about it, um, because like a lot of I'll have a lot of black people say to me, you know, um, I don't want to march. I'm like, you don't have to. What 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 can you do? What do you like? What's right. available to you in your life? Right. Do you have white friends? Do you have like what's what? Because I'm like people always kind of think in my head to me, it's like I got to do this grand thing. I'm like, yo, it could be as simple as just talking to somebody you know like a family member or i don't know man it could be anything you know volunteering on some shit i mean i look at it that's 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 one of the base reasons why i entertain the idea of being on a podcast that's why you didn't got me i feel like i'm on like a reverse led tv i done probably said a whole bunch of shit <laughs> i shouldn't have said on here and got real comfortable it's a comfortable environment but i think that's like you see you you using your time and your energies your effort to just have discussions and, and put that diary out there, that legacy out there, what you're trying to accomplish. I think like that, it's not a big deal. Like we doing what we can. I, we try to use the loves of our lives to that passion us to do the things that kind of tie together just to get a message out. That's the positive side of social media technology out right now. The yeah. availability to do that. You know what I'm saying? Even though it's more, it's more, you know, financially, you'll be more financially successful. It seems like if you focus on the negative, because you just get those clicks. But yeah. to kind of have that patience and and try to come from a good place, not to say that you're always gonna make the right landing or you're gonna be right, and or people won't disagree with you, but just to be open to healthy conversation and try to grow from it from other sides. Because I might be completely wrong on some shit if I'm not willing to even listen to somebody just because I, I don't know agree with you know what they look like out the gate you know what i'm saying that that's what white people do to us or other races do to us we get <laughs> shit on they turn trayvon martin into the monster instead of looking at him as like a regular little boy if it was a little bit more of that shit just on small levels man i mean i think that's really the only shot that we got yeah and i guess i'm was saying what i said there to kind of reference like my interracial marriage has caused me to learn things I would have never learned. Like I've gained insight into all kinds of situations and things now 
and I'm able to communicate better um, to, to my own people about certain topics and white people about certain topics. I can't say that I would have had that um, knowledge having been in a just black on black marriage. Um, and I'm not trying to take anything away from a black on black marriage that has its benefits and, right. you know, outside of all the personal stuff. Um, so I, I guess I'm just trying to say you do what you do. You know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like my wife would be the first person with a black lives matter shirt on. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I couldn't have planned that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's like you said, man. I think nowadays it's just is the is the motherfucker an ally or not? Yeah, because it's really about green more so now than ever. You know what I'm saying? Is it an ally situation or not? Because your own people will kill you, and somebody that's out of the box, your own people will shit on you. Your own people will be the ones a lot of times if you're gonna be one thousand about it. And I mean, I I think this happens on both sides. I think this crosses cultures to an extent. You know what I'm saying? We we seem to have like mastered that shit in my humble opinion on everything that I'm saying. But it's just like your own people will be the ones that are, that'll try to force you in your box and fuck over it. And whatever color people outside of that, like I love my intermediate family and like I got a group of people they call us like a cult up or whatever you want to call it. Somebody mama was joking because we've been cool since 99 in school. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Beautiful black people. When we put my, my dog in the ground, we was all the, all there synchronizing our colors. They, none of them are my blood but they my family. If I wasn't opened up to that, I wouldn't be able to make it here. That's the reason why I was able to move out here. Same principles with the woman that I'm with. It's just my box opened up as far as that that was concerned. Period. You know what I'm saying? I think that's the same thing that's happening with you. And I just really appreciate, like I said, man, hopefully I ain't ramble off and get way too off the subject and, and be unprepared on here on your show, man. But, um, and it's real selfish. Like, I feel like it was, like a therapeutic regular conversation. I, I forgot we was recording for a while, but I just personally <laughs> appreciate that. Nah, that, that's kind of what I like about, um, or the, the goal with my podcast is, um, I, I try to have, um, these conversations. Um, I kind of like, I had my, my previous host, um, we talked about, we would share a lot of, um, facts and then we would talk about our personal experience with those facts. You know, um, so I guess I'm just saying that to say, I th- I think at the end of the day, I, I, I just want people to come on here and talk about personal experience because that's like something you can't dispute. Like you shouldn't be able to dispute facts because people can twist them and all that. But I'm like, you can't just, you can't, you can't mess with my life. Like I know right. what my life is, you know what your life is and how you feel about it. And I, you, you can't dispute that. I mean, you a person could, but you were like an idiot to me. I'm like, how are you gonna yeah, tell I'm me saying, about? You my- can try. <laughs> <laughs> like, how are you gonna tell me about my life? Like, I know what my life is. Um, so yeah, I guess just saying that to say, I I, I want this to be a place where we can have honest conversation. Um, I think we kind of we kind of briefly uh, skimmed over everything and 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 said some 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 things about the topic. Um, I didn't really have a plan for where I wanted this to go. Um, this is like my first time having you on the podcast. So I just wanted to kind of just wing it and see what we what we got into. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nah. I feel like, and then, and that's why I say it's kind of it, that's generally how it should be as far as the conversations, man. But I wasn't. I'm not. I wasn't expecting to 
you know, fall into the conversation like that. Like, you know, we on the, just like if we was just talking on the phone regular, you know what I'm saying? The whole way. So that, that's a, that's a, a solid thing. Um, yeah. Maybe you'd be able to have me back one of these days. We could do another one or whatever. But because I feel like we did skim it, it's like way deeper levels of it. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Way deeper. But I mean, I, I think we both too. It's kind of Avengers. It's in game time. It's been in the back of the head as well. <laughs> <laughs> so all that other shit. You know what I'm saying? It's just like when you live in it day to day. It's just like anything else, man. At the end of the day, it's, it's a relationship. It's still hard. You're still dealing with a woman. Women are women. You still got to be a man first and um, try to stick to those principles and, and, and hope everything, you, you know, works out and you made the right choice. But it's just solid to hear that your situation is solid the way you've grown and how much you've learned from it. And it gives me hope. Like, that's how we got to learn from each other because I'm, like, sitting back, like, you know, listening, it's kind of like, okay, all right, I'm not really tripping because I'm still on the daily. I got to look at myself just like I'll be looking at that nigga on Facebook. Like, damn, look at this nigga <laughs> sometime. But that's a personal issue. Right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that when, when I come home and she's just looking at me like she believe in me, you know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck what color the woman is, man. That's all a nigga want at the end of the day. And I'm somebody to fix him a sandwich, be down for him and fuck with him and whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm just blessed that I got that in my life right now. And I've yeah. had it before. It's not like I couldn't find it with black women, but or whatever. You know what I mean? Because black women is the only thing other than this woman that I've seriously dated. But uh, right now, just at this age, I think I'm just at a different point in life where I could just understand myself more and what I'm willing to deal with, what I'm trying to do and where I'm trying to be at. You know, we, we kind of me and my girl is just like we just link up on the level. You know, she like movies and nerdy shit like that sometimes. And a kind of homebody, I'm the same way. Yeah. And we just been rocking it, trying to stack. Yeah. But, uh, um, yeah, man. Um, God, there's so much more I think I want to say, but there's just not enough. There's not enough hours in the day. But, um, it's just, it's just extraordinary to me that I could have missed out on this because of my own insecurities. Mm. Um, and then on the flip side of that, um, like I kind of think we talked about off air and I'll make this quick is um, I feel for black women. I know what it is. You know what I mean? Like my mom's black. You know what I mean? I got family. I got, I got black auntie. Like I know what it is, you know, and I feel that pain. I know what, I know what it is. And so um, it's just a interesting, uh, I don't want to say tired. It's just a, it's just, there's a lot going on and I, I don't know how we combat this other than with love and compassion for each other. As corny as that sounds. <laughs> no, it's not corny, man. And, it, and it brings up and it prefaces something you said earlier about your mother and thanking, thanking God for your mother. And that should touch my heart. Cause you know, don't nothing go without the mama approval in a sense into a level. And I'm, and I think, you know, we are like, I'm blessed that my mother's still alive and around. Mm-hmm. And, um, that was another thing. Cause I, I mean, you know, I call my mother and I, I talk to her about it and I express my concerns and shit like that. And I don't talk to her all the time like that, like that, you know, I'm gonna do what I do, but she, she, and she know what I've been through or whatever else. And you know, your mother, the only woman in your life that ain't gonna want nothing from you. So you gotta believe in, in trusting in, in what she say. She, she trying to come from the right place. And, you know, she met Sarah and, uh, she was just talking about just appreciative how sweet of a person she was to me. Mm-hmm. 
period. That's what her concern was. So when that's what broke down all of my ego about anything, really, in a split second, that genuineness, because I know she's going to be honest with me. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And she would tell me flat out, like, nah, that ain't for you, Sadie. That ain't what's up. Yeah. She was just flat out just, you know, proud that I was all right and whatever and just wants the best for me and can see that, you know, it's a healthy situation. So um, shout out to my mama. But, uh, yeah, man, ain't Mother Day, Mother's Day coming up soon? Oh, yeah, I almost forgot I got to get her something. But, yeah, but <laughs> like that, when you were talking about that earlier, I was like, damn, that's that's some real shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the black, but to, and, and how important a black woman is and what they go through. Yeah, and I'm saying, like, that, reason, that is like, painful. Well, yeah. No, I'm just saying, like, I, I, I know what, like, I know that's painful for me. Like, that's painful. Like, right. That, no, that's okay. That's, that it hurts, hurts. right? Cause it, that that's the that's the part where for the longest time, I'm not gonna say that I'm innocent, right? But yeah. I had every like it was just like I'm not even looking at another color, I'm not looking at nothing, I'm not doing nothing other than being with a black woman for this reason, that reason, this reason, that reason. Number one, I just don't see a white woman. I don't want to have babies with a white woman. I don't want to uh like this is my mindset. Like, I don't, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't want to, I just don't want to be married. I don't want the money situation to be flipping around. I don't want to come home to somebody that can't truly, in my eyes, I can't understand that they really, truly, truly feel what I go through. They can sympathize to an extent and even empathize to an extent, but on the deepest level, she can't deeply empathize, like complete mindset. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. As like, strong like okay i just you know and black women need a good dude at heart not the best dude like i'm fucked up in a lot of ways but you know as i've grown i've grown i've been blessed to live long enough to be in 25 years old when my brain would finish developing you know the pre-25 year old nigga like i made a lot of bad like mistakes but i'm like still couldn't see it but sometimes man it, you, like you say you gotta go with with god seeing you through the universe you know what i'm saying and a Motherfucker, who chose you? Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, well, shit. me. Who chose me, too? <laughs> we, two, we chose each other. Not that I settled. Ain't no settling. No. But, you know what I'm saying? Just, you know, if, if, who rocking with a nigga? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> anyway, man. Yeah, I'm like, we could keep going on and on because it's it's personal to us and it's what we go through and it's, it's real. And hopefully, you know, somebody listening to this can relate. And uh, hopefully it helps someone, man. Um, I think that's a good point to to cut it off. What do you think? Nah, man. I, I save me for myself, brother. It's been a <laughs> it's been a pleasure. Seriously, I'm glad to finally get on here with you, man. You know, um, and um, I mean, I see you, bro. Hey, trying to get on, do some do some YouTube shit one day, man. I don't even need to fuck with you. Yeah, I definitely want to keep doing this with you, man. I want to keep having you on if you got the time. Um, just hit me up, man. We'll make it work, and then maybe, you know, we could actually, we might be able to do a part two of this and clean some shit up. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I was still like, what the hell? These niggas are all over the place. Like, what was going on, man? It, like, <laughs> yeah, man, we just kind of talking. Like, we just chopping it up, really. Straight up. What it feels like. Um, I do this thing on my podcast. You won't be able to hear it until you go back and, and check it out if you do that. I do this thing called the Playlist Shuffle. Um, I start off each episode with hitting shuffle on, on my playlist, on my playlist, and whatever pops up, pops up. It's real embarrassing um, or cool based on what comes on. 
And I want to tell you um, what came on. Do you remember um, the Black Panther soundtrack, uh, The Points? Uh, the track with Biggie, Busta, Redman, Bone, Craig yeah. Mack. Perfect. Yeah, and I'm familiar with it. I check it out, and that that's that's dope. Yeah, I think on the last, maybe the last one you had D'Angelo playing and shit. I was like, man, hopefully some fly shit playing when I. I get know, right? Because like, dog, I got everything in my playlist. I'm not even going to lie right now. Like, dog, some some Britney Spears could have popped up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we, I'd have been looking real funny. <laughs> with this episode, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, the 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 points came up, so I gotta do it again. I do it at the beginning and one at the end, so you would you you can you can check out see what comes up in the end if you get a moment. So I'm gonna hit it again. Uh, nah, we, man, I'm on it, man. You know I'm gonna fuck with it. Can I give a last little little round out shout out real quick? Oh, absolutely. Go ahead. You know what I'm saying? Shout out, skip the tutorial. Try my partner Brian. You know that that crazy motherfucker. What's up, Brian? Uh, you know what I'm talking about that dude right there. Sarah, forgive me. You know what I'm saying? I love you. My little sister, Sybil Joe. You know what I'm saying? Niggas that speak between the lines. I fuck with them pretty tough, too. And all the other good people. And and the fans of the grip. Thank you for dealing with my foolishness. <laughs> I'm sure they're going to enjoy listening to you, man. I have a variety of guests. I get a lot of different personalities. Yeah, man. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, enjoy the rest of your weekend. What's left? Game of Thrones is going to be on tomorrow. Not sure if you're watching. I'm real excited. <laughs> Man, I, look, I gotta get into it, bro. Like, I, I tried to watch the episode. <laughs> I didn't seen that sister and that brother fuck about three times and push that little boy off the, out that window. But I, I, I'm, I'm gonna get into it one day, man. I'm gonna probably watch Avengers again, though. Oh yeah, absolutely, man. <laughs> yeah, man. I hope you enjoy the Game of Thrones shit, though, man. I know, I know. Oof, it's fire. Yeah, it is. All right, man. You, uh, you have a good night, man. And uh, thanks for taking the time to speak with me. You too, man. I appreciate you, bro. You take care. Yep, you too. Peace. All right, that was uh, Todd from Skip the Tutorial. Um, he was being humble, but they're on a huge podcast. Um, I, I think they're. Av- I don't know what their numbers are, but they're, they're just they're doing fine. They're doing really well, and I'm glad he took the time to come on and speak with me. That's like a celebrity in my mind. Um, so yeah, let me go over over here real quick to the playlist shuffle and uh hopefully something uh silly doesn't come up but fuck it man if it does it does i don't care i got no ego i can deal with whatever it is i need to deal with shuffle oh did it again todd Just not love Immediately 